at Psalm, Psalm 23 gives us a picture of life. Our lives contain both times of refreshment and joy, those times by the still waters and in the green pastures, and also times of trial and loss as we walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And these times of joy and times of trial are our common experience of life. But this psalm says more than simply that. Firstly, it says that God is with us in all of these experiences, that he is the one who leads us beside the still waters and who walks with us through the valley of the shadow of death. And he can do this because in Jesus he has experienced human life for himself. So God understands and will be alongside us in our grief. Naturally, we sometimes wonder how that can be, particularly when grief involves a whole mix of different emotions at different times, anger, sadness, love, guilt, numbness, all of which mean that it is a very individual experience for each one of us. All we can really do, I would suggest, as a result, is to share our experiences of how it has been for us. That is essentially what Tennyson did in his great poem, In Memoriam, a sequence of lyric poems written over a 17-year period which comprise a requiem for the poet's beloved Cambridge friend, Arthur Henry Hallam, who died suddenly of a cerebral hemorrhage in 1833. Tennyson then wrote memorably again on the subject of death, as we have already heard, in Crossing the Bar, a poem that he wrote after he had survived a serious illness. And shortly before he died, Tennyson told his son, whom he had tellingly named Hallam, to put Crossing the Bar at the end of all editions of my poems. And just as Tennyson memorably shared his experience of God being with him in his grief, I would like briefly to do the same with you this afternoon. My younger brother, Nick Evans, died on the 11th of November, 1999, in a plane crash in Kosovo. He was on a UN-commissioned plane taking relief workers into Kosovo to work on reconstructing the country there following the conflict. Nick was part of a disaster response team from Tear Fund. He had already been in Kosovo working with Kosovan villagers to rebuild homes. He'd returned home for a short break and he was returning to continue work on the rebuilding program. The plane went off course as it neared Pristina Airport and it crashed in nearby mountains. I remember taking a phone call from my parents who had been notified that contact had been lost with the plane and feeling absolutely unable to accept or to comprehend the news. This was simply something that could not be happening. My father and I were then flown to Rome by tear fund to wait for news together with the families of the other 23 people who had died in the crash. 
and after a few days we were flown to Kosovo to see the crash site for ourselves. On arrival at Pristina Airport, we were loaded into helicopters and flown the short distance into the mountains and over the site of the wreckage. That was, by far and away, the very worst moment for each one of us, as we saw the small pieces of the plane strewn over the mountainside we knew exactly what had happened to our loved ones and were faced full on with the reality of their death. When we returned to Pristina Airport, some refreshments had been organized for us in a tent and members of Tear Fund who had worked with Nick had traveled to the airport to be with us. We sat and listened as they told us about the effect that Nick had had on the Kosovan people with whom he had worked, and also on other members of the team as they had valued his friendship, support, and advice. And as they talked, the tears flowed, theirs and ours, and I believe God's, as he was with us at the time, enabling us to express our grief. But the more that they talked and the more stories that they told, the more I had a growing sense that Nick had gone into God's presence and been welcomed there with the words, well done, good and faithful servant. And in that moment, I glimpsed something of the glory into which Nick had entered, and that glimpse continues to sustain and strengthen me in my loss. Over subsequent days, I heard many more stories of the way in which Nick's life had influenced others. And over the years since, I have seen the way in which the inspiration he provided has led others to continue the work that he began. Young people whose lives were turned around through a youth project that Nick worked for have continued his youth work and his charitable work in Uganda while Nick's involvement with Tear Fund inspired another member of our family to join their disaster response team. And in these ways, the stories about Nick that began to be told at Pristina Airport have continued to be told. And in the telling, my sense that God is alongside me in my grief and that Nick has been welcomed into glory has grown. My experience of grief suggests that it is as we cry out in our grief that God meets with us. He is alongside us through his spirit and will speak for us in groans that words cannot express. We should not be afraid of tears, of memories, or of stories, as they are an expression of the love that we feel. And as we share our grief together, we may also catch a glimpse of the glory that waits to be revealed to us and into which our loved ones have entered. And that glimpse can sustain us as we re-enter our everyday lives. In these and other ways, God offers to lead us through the times of trial until we come to live with him forever. Amen.